0: This is Decoding Learning Differences with Kimberlyn Lavelle. This episode is Motivating! Focus on the Relationship. So all year long, we're going to be talking once a month about motivation and what we can do. Last month, if you missed it, definitely go back and listen to our Motivation Monday because we talked about motivation killers, the things not to do, the things to avoid doing. So, definitely go back and listen to that. We, we uh, want to avoid rewards and punishments. That's the short. We get into why in that last episode, why exactly we don't want to do those things. And if you want to get dig really deep, I did suggest reading Alfie Cohn's book, Punished by Rewards, or listening to it on audio, which is also available. So this week we are talking about what to do and the rest of the year, we'll be talking about what to do, how to motivate kids. And this week we're talking about using the relationship, your relationship with your child. So focusing on the relationship. So what a lot of us experienced growing up and have therefore defaulted to ourselves is yelling and punishing or Bribing. And these can work in the short term, but they are problematic, like I mentioned last week, because they kill motivation in the long term. So we really want to avoid it as much as possible, which as much as possible really means as much as we can catch ourselves and retrain ourselves to stop doing it. What we want to be doing is focusing on the relationship, connecting with our kids. This is one of the things we want to be doing. Of course, we'll get into more ideas in the future, but that's what our focus for today. So when we, when our kids and us are disconnected, we're saying one thing they're shutting down. No one is making eye contact. There's not usually physical connection. Everyone's having a bit of a hard time. When we are connected with our kids, there is eye contact. There's gentle touches, you know, an arm on the shoulder, um, kind of a thing where we're in it together. So how do we do that? How do we build that connection? How do we build that relationship? Now you already know, because you have a relationship with your child, but here are some suggestions. The first suggestion is to be playful. There are hundreds probably of ideas in Lawrence Cohn's book, Playful Parenting. It's a great book. It goes into a whole bunch of other stuff, but I mean, of like specific uses for play because he's coming from a play therapy background. But what you can get out of it is how and why we can use play to connect with our kids, even when what we're really wanting to do is yell and scream at them and punish them. We can actually do some connecting with play and get what we want out of it. Um, it might be something as simple and silly as if we you know, say, oh, we need to get the reading done. I don't want to do my reading. And then maybe we're going to be playful and copy them. I don't want to do my reading, but you have to be careful because you don't want to mock them. It's just kind of being like teasing playful. So watch to see their reaction, check in with them. That's a big thing that Lawrence Cohn talks about a lot in the book is make sure that what you're trying for is landing playfully. You want them giggling. You don't want them feeling offended and like you're making fun of them. It can also be you being in character that you better get your reading done, right? You're being like, you're mock, almost mocking yourself. Like you're doing a silly voice and you're going to tell them what they have to do. Or you're going to get a stuffed animal out and be like, will you please read to me? And something, right? You're, and these, but the one thing I want to caution here is focus on the relationship aspect, getting the kid laughing about it, Don't focus on, did it work? Did it get them to do the reading? What we're doing here is not about getting one task done. We are trying to build a relationship that fosters more collaboration and cooperation in the future and going forward, rather than this particular task that I want my child to do in this particular moment. Because the more we're trying to like force a kid into doing something, manipulate them into doing something, the more resistance we're going to have, the less motivation they will have. It works against us. So be careful. You can use these tactics to maybe get them engaged and interested, but only because they're having fun with it and playing with you. It might also be that you don't focus at all on the, ma- the reading, right? You just focus on the connection, the connecting part. You want to just say, let's go play. What do you want to play? or let, we're going to, I'm going to play anything you want for the next 20 minutes. What do you want to play? And let them just play. It might be building. It might be reading. It might be video games. It might be puzzles. It might be baking. Something It might be going outside and passing a ball around. Just connect. Even if you guys are playing the video games, you can connect with it, right? You're learn. you're going into the world that they are super interested in. You're learning about the video game that they are wanting to play. You're sharing that experience with them. And that can be an opportunity for connection. Have them teach you about that video game. Even if it's like a one person game that you can't even play while they play, have them talk to you while they're going through it and talk to them about what you're seeing and noticing and make sure that you don't just sit next to them on your phone or something like you want to actually connect, find ways to connect with them. Um, One of the other things that he suggests in that book is asking your kid, telling your kid, we need to connect. Do you have any suggestions on how we can do that? And initially your kid probably won't because they don't know what you're talking about, but you can give some options, some ideas, like let's go bake some cookies together or let's go for a walk together. What do you think? And then they might be like, Oh, well, actually, could we sit on the couch and play video games together? Sure. Right. Whatever it like, let them connect. And a lot of times there does need to be like a physical connection. You know, an arm on the shoulder, sitting arm to arm on the couch. Just that like slight physical touch can be very connecting. Obviously maintain personal boundaries and their level of comfort. If they don't, if they're not comfortable with it, always respect that. Always don't force anything. I hope that goes without saying, but just to be clear. Okay. Another strategy, communicate about the problem. Uh, Ross Greene, Dr. Ross Greene in raising human beings and many of his other works goes into this in raising human beings. He gives um, a good, good scenarios for parents and children on how to solve problems together. So, and it, and it comes from communication. You are communicating with your child what your concerns are, what your ideas are. You're asking your child what their concerns are, what their ideas are. And together, you are problem solving. You are coming up with a solution to the problem. Something along the lines of, I've noticed that you don't seem to want to do the reading. What's up? And you have to be careful because if they feel like there's always conflict there and tension there, then it's going to be hard for them to trust you enough to tell you the truth about why they don't want to do the reading. So just listen to whatever they say. It's dumb. You feel like the reading is dumb. Yeah, because it it's about this kid and I don't even get it. It's about a kid and you don't get what it, what is happening in the book. You're just restating it, trying to understand what is it that they're really saying? What is the real trouble? Because right there, the kid is starting to tell you that they're having difficulty comprehending the book. They don't want to read it because they don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to them. Or they might be saying it doesn't make sense to them because they can't relate to that child. They understand, on a basic level, what's happening in the book, but they just, they don't like it because there's no, they don't feel connected to the book. They have no buy-in. So evaluate, can we, you know, and then you can start to problem solve. Once you understand what the problem is, you can start to problem solve. Also make sure your concerns are noted. Well, it's really important to me that you read every day because research has shown that kids who read every day are able to make more progress in their reading and can become lifelong readers and learners. And I really want that for you. I want, I want you to have a really successful life. And I think reading every day is important and and an important part of that. You might have a different belief. That is an example. I'm not saying you need to have that particular belief, but that might be your belief. So you're saying that to your child is important to me because what can we do? How can we solve this problem? You're asking for their feedback. They might, come up with things that are like ridiculous to you, but you have to take them seriously and really evaluate. They might say, I just want to watch TV with the subtitles. I'll just read the subtitles. And you might be like, no, that's not reading, but then maybe you can think about it. And while it is kind of, I mean, I guess maybe, maybe we do that some of the time. Some days we do that. Can we read a novel? I would, I feel like reading a novel is really important because it it tells a whole story there's something about a novel. I really want to be able to read a novel with you. What if we read it together? What if I read it to you and we talk about it to make sure that we, we understand it and we pick one that we really like, right? You're having a conversation to try to solve this problem in a way that is collaborative. You are, you can, you are both offering ideas ideally and both giving feedback on what, your concerns are with that idea and why you think it might might or not might not work. But don't go too deep into I don't think that'll work. Don't spend very much time on that. Because what you really want to do is just start trying things. Okay, let's try that. Let's see how that works. You might not even mention I really want you to read a novel, you might just be like, okay, yeah, watch TV with the subtitles. Let's see how that works. Let's evaluate next week and see if we feel like that's accomplishing our goals. And then Next week, you can reevaluate and say, you know, I was thinking about it more. And you are reading, you seem like you're understanding what you're reading. And I love all of that. But there is an also an important aspect of understanding what you're reading when there's no pictures to go with it. So I would love to read a read some kind of book with you that doesn't have pictures, or maybe listen to an audiobook. What do you think? Do you have any ideas about that or thoughts on that? And then go forward from that, right? Just continuing that conversation. Check in, check in, check in. Again, you can go deep into this reading Ross Green's book, Raising Human Beings. Okay. Some other ideas on how to foster that relationship that will build motivation. Appreciate your child genuinely. With genuine appreciation. You know, I am so thankful that for you picking up. Well, let's stick to educational. I am so appreciative of how hard you have been working on reading that. I, I so appreciate that when I asked you to work on this writing assignment that you worked on it, because I know we don't always feel like we want to do something that someone else is suggesting we do, but we just have a timeline here that we need to get it done. So I really appreciate you working on that. Also appreciating, thank you for sharing with me what you wrote. Thank you for reading out loud to me. I really loved hearing you read. Thank you for letting me see what you were working on in math. I just, it's so interesting what you've been, what you've been working on and learning. And I had forgotten some of this and there's some strategies I've never done before. So it's really cool to see that. Thank you. Right. Just appreciating our child genuinely taking that time to genuinely look at them in the eye and appreciate them and thank them for who they are and what they are doing. Not that they have to do anything to be appreciated. There is also the bigger just building the relationship part of I am so appreciative that you are my child. Thank you so much for just being you. And it doesn't have to be a tie. It it often should not be tied to any action. You just appreciate that they exist the way they are for exactly who they are. That helps build that that relationship and that connection. Okay. Next one is to get curious. Know your child better. Always be curious about who your kid is today because they're constantly changing. They're becoming new people. They have the same old interests, but they have new interests. There's all sorts of things happening. So yes, get curious about who your child is. You might ask them, what is it that you've been reading lately? And just be genuinely curious. What have they been reading lately? What is it that you've been watching on TV? What is that video game that you were interested in? What's it about? Can you tell me more about it? Connecting and just being curious about who they are, what they're interested in. Also, how do they want to spend their time? Hey, I was thinking we could go on a trip this weekend. Um, i think maybe either the beach or the museum. There's this cool museum that has this, um, installation right now. Let me show you. Let me show you what I'm thinking. What do you think? Do you, Would you want to go see this? Or would you want to go to the beach? Do you have any other ideas on what we should do this weekend? They might come to you with ideas, right? And be curious, be like, Hey, can we, and if it's big, like, can we go to Egypt to see the pyramids? And you're like, no. First connect with them on, why they're asking, what they're interested in, what they would want to see there, validate that it is a great idea. You just don't have the money for it right now, but maybe we could save for it, or what what could we do to make it work? What could we do instead that would give us a lot of the same kind of an experience? And, right, like have those conversations, but be curious about who they are. And sometimes that's a matter of just sitting there In silence, watching what they're choosing to do with their time. Watching the show that they're watching with them. And with curiosity, what is it that you're watching? And don't interrupt them, you know, like maybe on a commercial or afterward. Have them tell you. Have them tell you over dinner. Have them tell you whenever. But... Don't interrupt it to ask questions, but ask questions or the video game or the book they're reading or what they're doing with their friends or whatever it is. Be curious about who they are and what they're interested in with the really little ones. I sit and watch my kids play just with curiosity. Like what is it that they're really interested in when no one is telling them what to do? What are they wanting to do? How are they choosing to spend their time? So, Take away, be playful, communicate, appreciate, and be curious. Those are the four strategies that we went over today on how to connect and foster a strong relationship with your child, which will help to in turn will help to build motivation in them. And be sure to email me, Kimberlyn at decodinglearningdifferences.com because I want to know, How do you connect with your kids? I will talk to you later. Bye.